like we had like our Gamorians. Yeah, but, seriously. They're um, going to put statues up they of those guys. They were a big part of it. And then one of them lives. <laughs> there you go. Then yeah, they both live, actually. Yeah. And then they get fine. married. They're fine. Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Holland Up Marauders <laughs> podcast. Why didn't you guys tell me we were doing stuff? I, I grabbed I it last something. minute. I grabbed it last. It's not even life day, but every day is life surprise. day if you want it to be. <laughs> I'm joined here once again by my Bombad Meilurun loving Jedi. Ooh. And when That's I came up with one. that line, I thought of, remember the game Fruit Ninja? Imagine yeah. Fruit Jedi, where you just get uh, chopping Meiluruns and fruit That's with a it. lightsaber. Why hasn't anybody made that? Why didn't they? They made like Star Wars Angry Birds. Remember that? Oh, they yeah. Make Star Wars. Fruit Only Ninja. version I played. <laughs> Fruit Jedi. Wow. <laughs> but um, I wanted to start out by just mentioning to our audio listeners that we have a YouTube channel, guys, in case you want to go check it out. We do other stuff other than the podcast. Our podcast is our bread and butter. But we have some video essays coming out from Matt and I. Maybe Jamie will have something. We have some humor videos maybe on in the pipeline. Uh, we do a lot of stuff. Videos. Maybe some pod pod racing coming. Pod racing in our it's podcast. A, it's a plan. Yeah. But we're going to talk about Book of Boba today. And maybe a little bit of that Kenobi poster at some point. Because that happened this past week. But I want to introduce our guest, our good friend, Aubrey, from the Convore Call. How's it going, hey! Aubrey? Welcome I'm back. I'm doing well. I'm glad to, to be here. Good to see you. we always love doing everything with the convoy call you know they're uh you guys are sort of a motivation for us so it's always fun to talk about you're some of our favorite people (laughs) to have on yeah it was a bummer not to have you guys on for book of boba stuff but totally understandable because you guys are east coasters yeah us east coasters lame east coasters (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited though as we're getting into like the off season of the shows and we can start having you guys on again because yes. timelines will be able yeah. to align <laughs> yes can't exactly. wait we're cool. always always envious of you west coast people that get to watch at like midnight, midnight. all these shows so <laughs> yeah it, it always kills me seeing the releases that are just like oh it's book of boba fett day because like west coast it comes out at midnight and i'm like yeah. no it comes That's... out tomorrow it's the next morning and it, it, it just boggles <laughs> I've my gotten mind used every to it. day and like every it, time it, i see somebody's like oh i can't wait to watch book of boba fett tonight every tuesday and, and like, i'm like Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and Matt, Matt, you don't watch the episodes until uh, like after work the next day with your family. Yeah, you I watch them at like so. six or seven at night. So I have to wait like an entire day of just like stewing. Like 16 hours. Yeah. So, right? so, it gives me something to look forward to at the end of the day. The, you know? the moment I wake up, the moment AJ wakes up, we, we go and we watch the show. And then we go about our day. So it's like 6 a.m. And, and we have like no idea like what's happening. But we watch it and then we're, we're fine. We started doing reaction videos, which were fun. Yeah. But I have so much energy at night before I go to bed. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm not in like, I'm always like grumpy or something. So I, maybe I don't have the best reactions, but I think they worked out. I don't know. Um, I watched them. They were so fun to see you guys. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty much just Cobb Vanth. Yes. And then everything else <laughs> yes. just smiling. Yeah, I... I I love the the Cobb Vanth reveal for um, episode six because literally the the first it just pans down and you just see his back pocket, which I've talked about before. You you see, <laughs> there he, there he <laughs> is. That's the shot. Pocket right here. You Cobb's see the butt. pocket, 
and i'm like yeah like for like a solid like two seconds i'm like my hands are in the air and then like the shot changes to shokov and then aj's like oh yeah it's him. <laughs> there he is it was I'm also early made this costume i was tired for, like, a year now i'm just like oh <laughs> so. um but speaking of watching at midnight we may be able to watch some, the uh, a show coming in the future at midnight because kenobi is coming out may 25th yeah right like the day before star wars we'll be on the west coast hopefully that. if nothing changes we'll yeah. be in anaheim ready to watch it with who yeah. our, our west coast friends out there so i'm excited yes. Great. oh my goodness we'll have to do like a watch party all together or something that would be that'll be insane. a blast that would be, be so fun, fun but that's I have gonna to be like, a lot of pressure like... i have to ramp up my like <laughs> pressure reaction. for what yeah i can't <laughs> when you're bad people? at reacting not when you're with a group oh, though like, no. when you're with a group everyone it's like it's an experience every yeah. time something good happens on the screen all i am like yay like matt it's just like, like a little the, like Whoa. the ithorian behind jamie there that's what matt looks like all all the time <laughs> especially in the morning that's why i can't do reactions in the morning Are you kidding i know and i, I wanted to bring up this. i had this in my notes that it was almost like a year ago i think it was in april that we had you uh aubrey and, and corey on for the first time, the first time we really talked to you guys and we talked about Revenge of the Sith. So it'll be really cool mm -hmm. in the future, maybe talk about Kenobi with you guys because it's like a direct sequel to Revenge of the Sith and we all love yeah. that. So Yeah, totally. Poetry rhymes, right? It, exactly. So <laughs> Yeah. Also, um, there was a little bit of criticism that it was May 25th because a lot of people were expecting May 4th, but May 25th was the original date of mm -hmm. Star Wars and yeah. New Hope before it was a new hope so just star wars um yeah, but yeah so i think that that is really poetic i like it's that rhymes, that's the first time we see appearance of obi-wan yeah and now we got obi-wan old ben there we go um but yeah ben i think i think, I think it's a perfect date and it's right a celebration i'm so excited i can't even like talk about it right now i'm like mm -hmm. you're like first that is gonna be, over there, oh my god like... that's gonna be a crazy week it's gonna be a, <laughs> it it's is gonna be nuts. yeah it's gonna be really crazy i just hope it happens that's, yeah, that's it. yeah, we'll see. I think it will. Fingers crossed, but who knows? Um, but Jamie, shall we bring up our wheel spin? Yes. Before we dive spin. into Boba Fett. Yeah. Our I like that. little icebreaker. Hang on. Uh oh. I had it ready. It's all good. Should we come up with Patience. a better name for this than no. wheel spin? What's wrong? Well, you want you want like a sponsored event? The wheel of wonder. Segment. The wheel of. <laughs> we can come up with something. Would you like me to call it? The Marauder, the Marauder wheel. All right, all right. We're, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to meet after. I this. did What's reset it. <laughs> I did reset it. Okay, look, I reset it, and it still is taking forever. So Ooh, I'm sorry. What did we get near human species. Favorite, favorite near human species. Near human. That's hard. What counts as near human? Are we talking about like humanoids, head, two legs, two feet? Yes. Snow. Two heart. <laughs> Two arms, too? Uh, okay. Preferably, but I... are there hmm. any near-human species that have more than two arms? Does a Twi'lek count? Yes, Twi'lek counts. I mean, yeah. There, it's All about right. as near Put me down. as you Put me down for Twi'lek. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, Aubrey, Smaller. as our guest, you can go first, but <laughs> AJ asked me a question. I know. <laughs> I just couldn't think of any. <laughs> um, hmm. A good Miraluka. They're really cool. Oh. I love Miraluka. Seeing with the one. forest and stuff, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that we get to like see them more. There's like a really good one in the the Darth Vader comic series. That's an Inquisitor. That's like what I always think of. Um, mm -hmm. I hope that somehow we get to see more of that. 
Hopefully, hmm. yeah. Especially with reports of Inquisitors and Kenobi, like you never know. That'd yeah. be nuts. <laughs> oh, so exciting. Matt, what do you got? Hold on, I gotta Google. I gotta Google yeah, the Google. name. You're cheating? Okay, I'll I'm say. stumped. I'll say. Uh, so my favorite right now is a Kasurian, which I've mentioned multiple times on the show in the past. Um, I love the Kasurians. They showed up in Rise of Skywalker first, and then we have like Master Maru in the Higher Republic is a Kasurian. I don't know. I just I just think they're really really cool. <laughs> Red with like the ridges and whatnot. And... Maru's the best. Mixing his tea like with the Force. Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got mine. It is a Vuvrian. Matt, what on Ooh, what is Vuvrian? that? What is a that? Vuvrian. It's the person that Luke sold his speeder to in a new hope. What made you think of that? <laughs> I do like, it every right. time. What does this look like? You gotta Google it. Google uh, yeah, it on the screen. Vuvrian. Vuvrian. Look at this. How, how? Look at this woman that he sold his speeder to. V U V. Oh yeah. R I A N. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I guess that's near human. That's right. near human. They got two arms, two legs. Oh, that's okay. So that's I spaced out when we, we mentioned that. So, oh yeah, and there's there's a picture <laughs> of old um, near human. Oh my goodness, that's absolute good. beautiful. A very mad choice. I'd say it's far, <laughs> but there's a figure of that guy too. I think. I think that's wow. a custom. Might be custom. Might be custom. Uh, Don't know. <laughs> that's it a kind of looks like an interpretation name. of like Grendel's oh, my mother. Apologies. From the oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> like, Not to get Wyoslea. like an epic poem here on us. <laughs> Wyoslea, yeah. Wyoslea. There is a figure. Someone. She's beautiful. Hasbro. Hasbro made that, but they haven't made Ben Solo. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> we're getting those My second favorite is fired. human species. <laughs> Shots fired at Hasbro, just like that. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Twi'lek, in case you guys uh, didn't okay. know. That's I good. don't know. You guys chose all good ones, and I chose the obvious one, I guess. You can but, do that. Uh, Your favorite character is like Hera, so like. Yeah, one of my favorites it's, for sure. It's fair. It's fair. But yeah, <laughs> Book of Boba time. Book of Boba <laughs> time. No Wolverines. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. All right, so this is your, uh, I guess, uh, ten minutes in spoiler warning for Book of Boba Fett. The entire season, although episode seven, but the entire season, it's over. It's nice, to, it, it's nice to take a step back and look at the whole show as a whole. Um, and I don't know. I, I mean, I guess we can go around like we usually do and say our favorite parts, our favorite thoughts. Although, Aubrey, I did want to start with you because we haven't been able to talk to you about the show yet. Um, like, yeah. what, have been your, what have been some of your favorite parts of the show? I know I've seen most of your Twitter feed and everything that I probably could guess your favorite parts, but um, let's hear them. Ooh, um, so of course I've like talked about it a lot, but chapter two, definitely, definitely like I had a personal con connection cause I am native American, I'm Navajo. And there was a lot of like, definitely like Navajo art inspiration. And the way I've been phrasing it is like, it's like if you watch a movie and there's a star Wars reference and you're like, Oh my goodness, that's so cool. And I know that it's almost like that, but like something that you that's like this really personal connection. And so when you see it, your like mind is totally blown, especially if it's something that you don't normally like experience or see. And especially in a franchise I love so much, it was wild to see um, like Native American representation there. Um, so I was really excited about that. And then of course, like Cobb Vanth, Grogu, Luke, that whole episode, I was just a crying mess. Like, <laughs> you watch the reaction, I'm, like, in various states of 
teary and crying and sobbing and it was it was it was pretty bad but it was it was a mind blowing night yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's great to see Star Wars diving into um you know different cultures in mm -hmm. Star Wars and that relate to real life um and they started doing that with the with the Tuscans in Mando season two well, I always go back to when Cobb Vanth and Mando kind of we meet them and in the original trilogy and, and even the sequels we might or the prequels sorry um we kind of see them maybe as bad guys like I don't know they kill yeah. Anakin's mom it's and we a trope. Yeah. it's 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 the, a trope you know the savage trope if you will yeah and it's they not a good one they definitely broke that trope um starting in Mando season two and he, Cobb Vanth kind of maybe he fell into that trope too and then met uh, Din Djarin's like, hey, no, these guys are good. Like, just connect with them and this and that. And coming into this show, I was like, I, black melons. The black melons, yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's what it's all about. Um, coming into this show, that was my number one want, and we really got that with chapters one, two, and one, three. It was pretty heartbreaking that they were they were gone. But yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> and, then, and then seeing don't end on a bummer come on i know matt has <laughs> it, was, well, yeah. <laughs> it was a bummer and then it never really it never really in my opinion came back full circle with the tuscans um and that kind of yeah. upset me a little bit like i don't know what boba's end game as crime lord was he said right. the moss espa people were his people i don't know if i really felt that the show yeah delivered can, that we well can, i don't we can know jump into that not yeah. yet because that's the very no, like, that's fine. end so like we'll get back to that <laughs> but um yeah like uh, teasers for later exactly yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly uh matt what was your favorite bit of i guess episode seven since yeah our general audience says like you know i'm a huge king kong fan so yeah it's pretty predictable for me to choose when the rancor climbs to the giant spire in the middle of mos espa and, you know, kind of does the whole King Kong pose, roar, that kind of stuff. And just the rampage in general. Um, just being able to see that was cool. Getting, a, like, some really good Rancor action in live action was just, like, I don't know. Again, something I would have never expected to get from these shows. You, you know, you look back at, like, season one, episode one of The Mandalorian. Everything looks so claustrophobic because they're just getting used to the volume and they're just getting used to these mm -hmm. new special effects and this new way of, like, doing things. And it's just, it's, everything has become so expansive now that they can put, like, a Rancor rampaging around Mos Espa and I'm, like, totally immersed. Like, I'm totally in. Yeah. And, you know, I remember a lot of people were complaining at the beginning of the season that Boba Fett felt a little low budget. Like it, they, mm -hmm. they felt that the budget was not as high and it may not have been, but I can see where a lot of the money went uh, mm -hmm. definitely later in the season with mm -hmm. obviously having to pull off Luke in episode six and then giving us a Rancor rampage in Hey, don't in forget that train, seven. the train takedown. The that train, was, the yeah. Train was a big, that was like big the biggest one. set piece oh. we had in like the first four episodes, yeah. I'd say. We really didn't have anything. Two. Yeah. I don't know if it... I don't know if it felt cheap and maybe people want to say that if they want, but it, I felt like they were going back to like the early stages of, it felt like the original trilogy. And I liked that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, maybe, maybe people thought that felt cheap because at the time when George made those films, maybe he had to be a little cheap. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I but, liked how it built up. It yeah. was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but to go off the King Kong thing and, and even Godzilla, Matt, like when he, 
when you just see the top of the rancor that's very godzilla like over oh, yeah. the over the, over buildings. the buildings yeah just like over the line you know you just yeah. see the hump kind of we know yeah. what's coming but we haven't seen it yeah godzilla stafe of marshmallow man it's, it's all of that it's yeah that's perfect. true yeah <laughs> um so my favorite part of episode seven was Cobb Banth in the back to tank wearing a turtleneck. In the, in the post credit scene. Catching in just one tiny little glimpse of Cobb Banth and it's your favorite moment. Yeah, it's, it was. No, um, cool. my, in, in truth, though, my favorite moment of it was um, Din and Cobb fighting together and just seeing how, mm. how utterly devoted they are to the cause for each other. And just um, I, I love seeing how Din has developed in the literally only like the two and a half episodes he's been in in this, which we didn't think we were. I thought he was going to be in the season a lot, but everyone else thought he was just going to like make an appearance. But like seeing how he's had like a full arc himself um in like this season of boba fett has been really cool um but like saying back to boba like no like this is the way like me helping you and like being there for you like i think that is just very very big and i i loved every single moment of them fighting together and that was actually my favorite moment yeah yeah i mean i love seeing them pick each other up that was the yeah. coolest thing one yeah. gets shot down the other one grabs him and pick him it, it it shows like the camaraderie between boba fett and mando that really like solidified like oh yeah they're gonna we're gonna see boba again these two are interconnected we're definitely gonna you know it was like this entire episode all of it all the action very robert rodriguez um but yes. like th this like fighting sequence alone was like so like yeah i'm caring for you and then suddenly it's just like they're both getting shot from behind and they turn around really quickly and then it's like they're coming around on the jetpacks and it, there was so much going on but still, the, the two of them managed to like show that they cared so much for each other, which is great. It is fantastic. Yeah, it, it's cool to see old school and new the original Mando mm -hmm. that we that we knew back then, and the new Mando. They're both the Mandalorians, I guess. And I think I, on the the live show last night, I referred to them as like uncle and nephew fighting alongside. I don't know. That's all I could think of. <laughs> I like I'm, so I'm gonna go with that. Uh, but oh, Jamie, no, you brought really? up. They Boba's say this not is too much older than Din. Now that I'm thinking of it, no. Din's probably in his what, like mid thirties. Maybe and yeah. Boba's only yeah. like early forties. Well, yeah. anyway. oh well, anything can, anything's possible. Um, <laughs> thanks, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just dawned thought. on me. I was, I wasn't thinking. You know of who that. else would be in their forties at this point? Omega. Was she in the show? No. Am I disappointed? Well, come on. That was, you had yeah. high hopes. That's, that's we, a long we all wanted shot. It. We, didn't, we yeah. didn't think that was going to happen. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Even Kira they, was a long shot, I guess. If they're going to like introduce Omega with Boba, they would do it in the Bad Batch first. They wouldn't have done it in live mm -hmm. action. So yeah. I, the hope we'll was up that. here, but it was also down here. Because I, I, <laughs> I, I knew to keep it in check. It was a pipe dream. Um, yeah. But Jamie, you mentioned that. It was a pike dream? The new, no, no, no. We're not starting with No puns. Pike puns. No pike puns. No pike puns. Okay, okay, sorry. You mentioned that the new, like, this is the way. Yeah. And it kind of, I don't know if you meant that intentionally, but you probably did. Yes. Uh, and that hit me. I'm like, oh, like, this is the new way. The Mandalorian standing up for each other, even if they have their, their differences. Because Boba and Din are very far apart. We see Boba yeah. talk to Bo-Katan in season two of Mando and kind of dissing her and um, Cosca Reeves. Cosca yeah. Reeves and, and Boba almost, uh, you know, That's duke it out there in, in the bar. That's a fun Do they? Yeah, they, I guess they did for a second. Yeah, the jetpack thing. In the thing. Space Waffle House. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think that a big thing of it is, like, Boba has always, like, done his own thing his own way, and that's that's always been it. Um, and 
Din kind of also has, but he's always had his covert as well, which had the rigid rules, and he's he's done out, and he's had his own life experiences on his own. So it's literally a kid going to college, they go to visit home, and then they're like, oh, wow, I was in a cult. And so, like, it's it's good <laughs> to, like, see, like, that he's growing and learning for himself uh, where he actually wants to go in this galaxy, and he's realizing that it's it's worth it to fight with Boba, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, that was that was my favorite part. And this whole time I've been trying to stall thinking of a new one, the whole Boba and Din fighting alongside. Um, so my favorite part is when Boba tosses Kersant in the Melu run. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> there you go. That could be. That's right, one that's of my favorite, favorite random one shot. I really Boba liked when <laughs> I really liked when the Mos Pelgo people showed up. And that was like uh, mm. Game of the Game of the Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of the Thrones. This was a Game of Thrones with the uh, Boba's throne. Yeah. Uh, or, or like Lord of the Rings, it was like Gandalf showing up mm -hmm. on the hill um, with go. the new Ma uh, Marshall's Tale theme playing. Very, oh. and we thought he was dead. They said he got I shot know. in Cut cold down. blood. Cut that usually means blood, he's dead. They said. I was like, Whoa. I was um, so sad. Me like too. I had, to, I had to think about it for a second and be like, wait, what did they just say? And then I was like, oh no, this is awful. If, if he was dead, I was like, is that a good death? I mean, getting killed by Cad Bane is pretty cool, but. Did they do it well? And then I he's mean, not his, dead. So. His that... death would have cattle, you know, catalyzed the the whole, mm -hmm. you know, them joining with the city folk and yeah, the country <laughs> folk and the city folk. Yeah, um, I do love together. that dynamic, though. So, like, while we're all wondering if Cobb truly is alive, the scene that unfolds immediately after is really cool with the mods interacting with the people of Freetown of they're all this banter back and forth of oh we don't want to help the city folk but yeah we'll help the farmers here and then joe and drash have this weird chemistry that just really really works oh, yeah. and i love them and i hope that somehow we see them together again somehow because that that'd be really that'd be really nice yeah joe's a cool <laughs> character joe's a cool mm -hmm. character yeah cool. and so yeah. is drash yeah Drash. um Joe and as we know i love the mods i want to get that mods t-shirt and wear it to celebration i don't Dude. care what anyone thinks we should all oh man we should all get them we could all just cosplay mods. Mods, Starting around. That'd be that. great. Oh That's my it. goodness. <laughs> We're gonna have to work overtime on all those 3D print things, though. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Other favorite scene, um, I guess I'll just throw out another one. When Fennec takes out everyone in oh, that yeah. little hut. Mm -hmm. Fennec, mm -hmm. Fennec is such a cool character, and she honestly might be, <laughs> other than Cobb Vanth. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez, that, that scene <laughs> with the mayor. Oh, um, I love the puppet feet. When, love the puppet feet. Fennec... The, the I'm Muppet sorry, feet, I yeah. was laughing hysterically because just seeing feet, like, yeah. the feet just dangle. Like, the the oh. fuzzy feet. Those were so silly. Oh, they look great. But Fennec, back to Fennec. Fennec yes, is such Fennec. a cool character. Um, possibly my favorite character in the show. And I don't know if they did her character enough justice in this show. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of cool moments. Like Jack said on Holland at Marauders Live, she just kind of read off the... Uh, or How did he word it? She just read off the, the, the teleprompter or yeah, something. That's how he prompter. said it. Yeah. So yeah, like, off the script. yeah, I don't know, but she's such a great character. We're, we're going to see her in Bad Batch again, I imagine. I know that's an animation and I want to see her in live action do a lot more too, but she's going to be in Mando season three, I imagine. She's going to be in more Book of Boba Fett if there's a season two. I don't know if that's confirmed or not. I have no idea. I don't know. Ming-Na Wen called it season one though, the end of season one of the Book of Boba Fett and people were like... Really? And then she, she literally one. has in her tweets just like, don't look too far into it. Yeah, she was like, maybe, nah. maybe not. So. My, big, my big thing we'll with see. that, when they announced the Kenobi date the other day, they said limited series Kenobi. 
They never said limited series Boba Fett, I don't think. They so. never said it in the promotional material, but I think Te Tamir Morrison said it in uh, like interviews and stuff. He called it a limited series. But interesting. I don't know. Hmm. I, it's not the last time we're going to see these characters. Totally. We got we we dedicated like two and a half episodes to Luke and and Mando for crying <laughs> out loud in this show. So it's not like we can't just like oh let's see what Boba's up to. Uh, at any point in time in any of these shows. So anything's so, open. Now that we all kind of give our favorite parts, um, I don't know if we kind of want to go around and maybe say what we thought of the show as a whole. You know, I'll go back to you, Aubrey. Like, what were your thoughts on this this show, this season of Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, um, I really liked it at first. I, I described it as like kind of like a character study at first. Um, and I liked how it was different than what we had gotten before, because that's just so unique. Um, it definitely was very different and took a turn, not a not a bad turn at all, but a turn with um, the last, or the third and second to last episodes where it was very, very like Mando-centric. Mm -hmm. um, and it was clear that most of the budget went there. Yeah. <laughs> and they were amazing and they were episodes that made me cry and I loved it, but it was still very different. Than Boba, but I think because of that, it took away from a lot of the uniqueness and differentness of the book of Boba. Um, so then it just kind of like the pace got thrown off and it just felt awkward. Um, at first, watching this last episode, I was not a fan, I was still trying to remain optimistic. But then yesterday, I rewatched it with my parents and then right afterward, I listened to your guys' live show uh, with Landry and is Jack. And yeah. you guys were talking about it. And especially the things that Landry said where he was like, oh, you could literally just do like tiny tweaks and it would make it so much better. Like just hearing that and kind of like the like the nice optimism you guys had after a few days thinking about it. It did make me feel a little bit better about the series. Um, I think like no matter what, it's it's going to be awkward because of some of the choices they made and story-wise it wasn't as fleshed out as it could have been, but overall it was fun. And so yeah, I yeah. think I've landed there where it, it wasn't amazing. It had some amazing moments, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's the best word it. to describe it. Fun. Mm -hmm. If you had fun watching it, then, you know, then but some, did they did job. something right. Yeah, it's exactly. Right. It did what it was intended to do. You know, you can it, sit down and, and think about all the if ands and, you know, whatever's about, certain choices but at the end of the day i still had fun yeah that's yeah. that's all that matters and it's funny the most important thing it's funny aubrey that you mentioned we were optimistic about it because matt and i talked after the show and we were like i think that's the most negative we've ever that's been that's the most critical we've ever been in, <laughs> but, in a thing but yeah well but i know i was i was a bit jealous of you guys like you guys take a like a few days before you guys talk about it yeah live whereas us like and I felt really bad during our podcast and afterward. Like, I felt gross where I was like, oh, everyone was just, like, crapping on the episode. And we were all so negative. It was, of course, like, it was in the moment. It was a long week. It was a long night. We had hyped ourselves up. And so we didn't really have enough time for it to settle. So it was just raw emotions. And, <laughs> like, yeah. people were torching us in our comments. And, like, oh, no. part of me is, like, to be – it's, like, it's fair because those were raw emotions, whereas you guys have time to, like – I don't know, like cope a little bit, <laughs> but also yeah. reframe. Um, 
And so it, that's why I think it felt like a lot more optimistic to me. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is awesome. That's a good one point. Thing that we, one thing that we started doing literally for Book of Boba Fett season was we're like, all right, we want to try to do live streams in addition to the podcast that aren't like the same exact day. More so to give like um, people who haven't watched it yet, like a chance to watch it mm -hmm. so we can like have like a better chance at like chatting with people. Um, and too, like, sit on it think about it for a little see what like the common like takes are and then be like all right so what do we actually think about this instead of just like jumping right in so like that's like what like the reactions are for because like you, you see the pure and then we have a mini discussion crap, at the end yeah. moments <laughs> um, yeah and, and yeah it's because that's it's that would different. be the danger right if we if we did it right after we'd spend the entire episode talking about Cobb van because we'd be just <laughs> totally jazzed about Cobb van that I just can't get my mind off of anything else. And who's yeah. to say we're not going to spend the rest of the episode talking about Cobb Vanth anyway, even though he was literally <laughs> only in it for like two seconds and he was wearing a turtleneck. I don't even so count AJ, it. are you going to cosplay as turtleneck Cobb Vanth? Because you should. I could, be just laying in a, laying in in a back to pod and you can so push easy. me around or something. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is your like dream there we cosplay go. right there. <laughs> In the hotel room, we'll we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, no, that put you good. in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put like blue water in. Oh my goodness! That'd be awesome. Uh, oh, help. Well, in that'll be fun. In Something to look forward Why to. Do in the turtleneck. Why didn't they put uh, him in a diaper like Boba or Luke or literally everybody wears a diaper in Bacta except Cobb Vanth? He's got like a little Santa. We don't see Kersantan in it. Kersantan well, doesn't close. have to wear anything. It was <laughs> also like a tricked out um, Bacta tank. So yeah. maybe you yeah. can wear clothes with that one where you normally wouldn't have to. Yeah, that thing was like True. a top of the line, True. like True. Especially because That's like good. it's cut it's his shoulder. Yeah, like he got I... shot in the shoulder. Don't cover up the shoulder. That's that's what you need to heal. Good point. Maybe he didn't have a sleeve on that that arm. Maybe they just cut it off, or they were about to cut it off. We have Thundercat a lot of was about questions to. about Cobb Banth, obviously. So Lucasfilm, <laughs> if you're listening, and I know you and are. I know you are. Um <laughs> Please uh, give us some more Cobb Vanth content as soon as possible. I will yeah, we're gonna. I mean, he got a post credit. It. That's like, ooh, we got something coming. RoboCob. more. RoboCob, <laughs> yes. RoboCob. I'm not a fan of the RoboCob memes. I'll say it. Why? I will say I it. just like saying it. I don't like the, yeah. Yeah, I don't like the memes. saying it, but all the edits are kind of freaking me out. Well, they're not going to like... <laughs> They're not gonna do like Robocop is they arm. take the guy and they and they, they turn him into like this machine. They're not gonna do yeah. that to Cobb. I think it'd be not cool gonna, if like, they gave him like a anyway. Iron Man arm that like shoots. Like that would be really cool. That'd be or, cool. Like, yeah. like, like or if he like, shoots maybe... out of his shoulder, like uh our, our boy from has... Boston there. What's his name? Yes, that's what I was yeah, Mayfeld's like third gun. Yeah. But like just in his shoulder All of the edits I'm I'm a little freaked out by. I can't wait to see it like actually. One day. But One to go day. back to the show as a whole, I think like everything was great. The content we got, it was just like in the wrong order. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Cause if the Tuscan thing happened like closer to the finale, it would have been more impactful, but we got that great episode, episode two. Uh, we mm -hmm. find out they're wiped out very abruptly in, in episode three in the flashback. They're just gone. Yeah. Um, a little glossed over, I think in my opinion. And then, Man, uh, Din Djarin and Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka and Cobb Vance show up, and we forget all about that. So it's like, oh my god, it's interesting. I mean, totally different show. Like we, it's all enjoyable, but it's disjointed. Yeah, we tried to do a mini rewatch of just the like current timeline of like all the content, just to like 
because we knew that the final episode was going to focus on the current timeline. And so we're like, all right, let's watch as much as we can. <laughs> and it's like barely half of the content from the first it like, was like an hour. four episodes. Oh. None of the content from episode five. <laughs> and then <laughs> barely any of the content from episode six. You just have Mando but, like, walking into a room and being like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so. <sighs> no, it, I mean, you're right. It, it's funny because, you know, I look back at this season and this season has given me some of my favorite Star Wars moments of all time. But they're just like, mm-hmm. so it's so bizarrely just sandwiched in between the actual story of the season. You know, Luke and Grogu, that, you know, that blew my mind. Yeah, I, I was, right. I'm still thinking about those scenes. I, I was and just seeing the beginnings the of the temple yep. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all of that was so amazing for me. Where the hell did that come from? Why was that in Book of Boba Fett? Like, I I get it. I know why it was in Book of Boba Fett, because they want to bring Grogu back for season three of Mando. Mm -hmm. And I get that. And one of the biggest complaints I see a lot, and I I sort of agree with it, is that I think Grogu and Mando are back together too soon. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have liked to see... I've thought about that a bit. ...and Mando coping more with being you, away from each other. What do you guys think of their reunion in the first place? The fact that it happened in Book Pelly of Boba Bodo. Fett. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Pelly's showing up and he's just like under a blanket. In first the, of all, uh, she she can't hear like what's going on. <laughs> like they're in the middle. There's there's a rancor like raging or, or about to be raging around. Like there's these scorpionic droids blasting everything. And she just rolls in. <laughs> and then when she's in danger, she's like, what this is she's so used crazy to the... oh my god it's like she's used to the chaos of moss eisley you didn't exactly. see anything she's very singularly focused yeah. she's very singularly focused i give her credit that's tunnel vision in a half I mean, right she there she does say in the other episode that she's never left the planet so like she does live a very sheltered life she must rarely leave her little mechanic shop there and now yeah. that she's found herself a bow i don't think she ever will I, I love Peli and the Major Domo. Like it's it's kind of like unhealthy how much I love Peli and the Major I, Domo. I actually really love the Major Domo. I know a lot of people had a problem with that character. I think but he's I'm great. Not one of he was them. a good character. I, I liked that character. I like those kinds of uh, weaselly comic relief characters. I don't know. Yeah. There's something about them that's just charming, and I just I just enjoy watching them at work. I mean, he was he was a well written character. He's supposed to be annoying. People are yeah. like always oh, mm-hmm. annoying. I'm like, well, that's kind of the point. <laughs> I was really hoping he wasn't going to get blasted when they sent I, him out with I that I thought he message. was going <laughs> to. I thought he was, too. I thought he was done for. <laughs> he thought he was, too. That was great. Well, yeah. Can we talk about Boba just, like, scribbling with, like, that electronic pen? Like, what was that? <laughs> what that was that? Okay. How often have we seen people write in Star Wars? I don't think we really have ever seen anybody write in Star Galen Wars. Galen Erso writes at the beginning Ooh. of Rogue One, right? He's, like, he sitting does. at the breakfast table writing. I think, I think yeah, you're right. I think a little bit. Huh. Rogue One is the one we're most fuzziest. And we know Ben so. Solo has his calligraphy set. Yeah, Ben Solo mm-hmm. is a big calligraphy nerd. So the napkin yeah. note. <laughs> but that's that's like the thing, right? It, calligraphy in Star Wars. I almost feel like people can't write, or people don't know how to write. They must do it in Clone Wars. Yeah. Obi Wan can write, I bet. They they wouldn't. I, I bet most Jedi have learn some how to write. Like code yeah. or something, because they use like a lot of like smuggler codes or something. Um, but you never know. Obi Wan wrote letters that, to say teen daily. You can't you can't tell me any different. I won't tell you any different <laughs> because random. that's exactly what happened. Well, we also have the graffiti in Mando season two. Yeah. Right. That's an right. art form. That's a lot. Of, 
writing. And we get the the Clatoonians <laughs> doing their yeah, doing their Hatis, uh, whatever. I loved Rakitim Striders. I mean, they were just like a biker gang, but I loved them. Okay, like yeah. Cool. I have like a stupid like soft spot for like a biker gang like aesthetic kind of thing. I don't know that that like runs. I don't know where that came from, but like I I love clearly to, like, AJ. See that. Look at look yeah, at this guy. Look at Very this guy. biker. <laughs> Very biker. <laughs> yeah, look at you. You're a biker, dude. Oh, you my biker. Hair. In my long head, shirt and scruff. Yeah. <laughs> I should have put my leather jacket on. I mean, you got the whole nine yards. There you go. Yeah. I don't I, know. I don't know about that. Well, we're on the topic <laughs> of the Kingdom Striders. Um, I guess let's fast forward to the whole Cad Bane thing. Um, I love how the Pike straight up tells Cad Bane that they killed the Tuscans, and Cad Bane is just like, okay. Like, <laughs> he's like, does he know this? What do I yeah, care? Yeah, immediately he's like, well, does he know this? And Cad tells him himself, so. Yeah, and then and then great. Bob was also like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Cad was so good in this episode. It didn't mm-hmm. have as much weight, episodes, I feel like, yeah. as they wanted it yeah. to have. Um, no, it didn't. But, I mean, he was, you know, trying to goad Boba into fighting him, and it almost mm-hmm. worked if Fennec wasn't there to be like, hey, chill. <laughs> chill mm-hmm. the F out, buddy. It um, really didn't have that weight, though. Like, was that supposed to be a twist? I mean, I'm pretty sure we all saw it coming. It should have been Cad. Why wasn't it Cad? Yeah. It should have just been, I killed the Tuscans. Tell yeah. Boba it was me. Being like, oh, you did that job for us five years ago, wiping out the tribe. That was great framing yeah. this the whatever and then that would have been like a, the, the, that would have been the twist we were waiting for a twist and that was that would have been a season. good that twist would been, that would have been enough of a twist it wouldn't have been a crimson dawn like bomb it it, it <laughs> that would have been enough because then it would have been the pikes were the reason but then also we had like cad bane was the reason like it mm-hmm. that's that's or, the one thing i would change or even like because i was thinking about how would i feel happier about Boba in the end. So either A, Cad Bane killed the Tuscans, or B, we got like the flashback of the Clone Wars where he and Boba are fighting toward the beginning of the series and he Ooh, says something yes. about like, oh, you're like your dad or something like that. And then that reverberates throughout the series. So there's this tension that's built. Yeah. And yeah. then for that very emotionally loaded moment, mm. there's actually payoff as opposed to the I don't know. Boba just stabs him. That would have been <laughs> otherwise like, so random. That would have been a great flashback to have. He, right. You know, he's, he's looking at his great. helmet coming out of the back to tank, touches like the dent, and then he has a flashback with Cad Bane. Like that would have been really cool. Jeez. I I still wish that they did something with the um, the Camino dreams as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, I, I it was cool to see Camino and them addressing Boba Fett in the prequels. Yeah, I thought that was cool. But you're right. I, it felt I, like I a really lot of effort. Something was gonna like. Because it, it grew each time we saw it. The scene got a little bit longer. Um, and I, I really wish that they, like, I don't know, did something more. Even yeah. if it was just, like, I don't know, Cam and Owen just back there being like, Boba, it's time for school. And then, like, he goes Boba, off to the Boba, your father's gone. <laughs> Boba, your Boba, father's gone. <laughs> this is Omega. What? <laughs> <laughs> to Aubrey's point with Cad, um, to the casual viewer that hasn't watched Clone Wars, they have no idea what's going on. They have no and idea. And now Cad Bane's dead. They're like, um, who was this blue man? What was oh, there he goes. Ninety percent chance he's dead, right? Hello, blue man. Goodbye, 100% blue man. Chance. What are um Aubrey? <laughs> what are, are what are Corey's thoughts on the matter? I know he's a big Cad stan. On so. Cad Bane. Yeah, I know he's pretty sad, right? Oh, he's 
he is angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like after, if you watch our reaction, there's the death and he like even looks at the camera super pissed off. And the whole time we had to cut a lot of it out of it. But he's just like this. The whole time. <laughs> just kind of like watching, like super pissed off. And then afterward, he's like, I don't know if we can even do this live. Like, oh, so no. mad. And he's mad the whole time. That's and fair. still he keeps on talking about it. He's like, remember when they just killed off Cad Bane? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they like extended Cad Bane's life. Like, aren't they supposed to age faster than humans? And he's already like 72. So like that. he lived a good yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. like I think it was like Corey said that if there had been some emotional payoff or like there was a right. Like, he would have totally been fine with it, and he would have been like, yeah, my guy, like, died in, like, the best way he could, and it meant something. But instead, he's like, there's this character that I've loved since I was in elementary school, and he just got killed off for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a sore spot with him, which is totally fair. I, I think a part of me, at least, I'm, like, resigned to knowing that if we get a ton of Star Wars content, at some point, the bubble's going to pop, and this might be the part of the bubble popping so yeah. i was like oh bummer but uh, i guess <laughs> this is what's gonna happen yeah i'm surprised fair. that that was like the only excuse me the major death of uh the cast like we had like our gamorians yeah but, seriously they're um, gonna put statues up they were a guys. big part of it uh we, we keep jokingly <laughs> saying like for the next like uh from a certain point of view like book it should be like book of boba fett or mandalorian and so then so just imagine just chilling in your house on Mos Espa and then just two Gamorreans just crash through the ceiling. <laughs> that was hanging out. That needs that to hurt. be as from a certain point of view. And then one of them lives. There you go. Then yeah, they both live. Yeah. And then They're they fine. get married. They're fine. To each yes. other. Okay. This is I'm we'll gonna write this actually. I'm gonna write this Do story. It. Do right. it. We'll put it on that, the blog. That took a turn I was not expecting. But all yeah, right. No, it's, 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 it's good. It's, I'll make it good. Don't worry. Out of, of all the couples to ship out of that episode, those are the two that you yep. decide to ship. You've been listening a lot. When you fall through a roof with someone, that's, that's a bond. That's a I bond you share. Kersantan and the Mos Pelgo uh, bartender. That sure. Is and it's free town. I'm just throwing dude. that one out there. Whoa. Stop calling it Mos Pelgo. It's free, free town. town. It's free town. <laughs> free town now. Town's free town now. Free town now. I love that guy. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes. What's his name again? Tanti? I think it's Tanti. T A N. His name's actually so. the weak way. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. According to Cobb Vance. <laughs> Come on, Cobb. I don't know. Learn your best Weekway. friend's name, you jerk. <laughs> oh, uh. oh, no. So, what have we not covered here? We've covered all the couples. Yep. Uh, we talked about Cad. All the important ones, at least. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I thought Boba killing Cad with the gaffy stick was really cool. But that, did Again, that hold that much weight? I don't it know. It would have hold would have held more weight if the circumstances were different. Like if mm -hmm. Cad killed the Tuscans and then he killed Cad with the weapon that he was made with his family. Oh, that right. That would have yeah. been something. Mm -hmm. like, I'm telling you, it's one thing if someone's like, "Oh, this group of people killed your family," and then you're just like, "All right, I'm gonna kill you with the weapon that my family gave me." Like, okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what it was i almost wonder if that was a thought they had and then just like yeah. didn't go through with it that cad killed yeah. the tuscans um i, I, I wish bet. i bet yeah there's no way it wasn't a possibility in their minds yeah there, there was a lot of there's a lot of uh Maleran seeds dropped throughout this series and mm -hmm. they stayed there they weren't watered nobody cared about them, um, them. and then things were tied up enough but 
there was a lot dropped along the way and and mm -hmm. just put to bed. Yeah. Sorry, that was really, a lot of analogies. You really had to work the Melu runs in. That was good. I, that was, I mean, that was good. I thought you were actually labor, talking about the appearance of Melu runs at first. Well, I did too. I, <laughs> I, I do what, have that what? on Quick Draw. Why <laughs> did you have that, that on Quick Draw? Where the hell did that come from? Oh, it's it's amazing. It's, it's a, Anywho, okay. is, is this the first time we've seen Melu runs in live action? I, I swear they're in Force Awakens. I in Mass's Castle. We have them at Galaxy's Edge. Right, I have them actions. This okay. That counts. Cool. I count it. That That's the livest of actions <laughs> as we've been over. It is. Remember, I didn't. We went over that once, Matt, and I was like, "Oh, they should do something with Batu live action." And I was like, "Wait." It already it's is. The livest of actions. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it that's is. Why I said. <laughs> I'd um, like to go there one day. We'll go nice. one day. Hell yeah. May, end of May. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully. But I have a question for you guys. Anyway. And it's, it could be spicy. We, we're we're going to be addressing a spicy crowd, I think. But Whoa. people talk about, Whoa. and I talk about this with my friend. I like my friend a lot. He doesn't know about all these groups of Star Wars fans. You know, there's toxic ones. There's good ones. There's whatever mm -hmm. ones. Um, he's just a fan. He doesn't. He does. He's not in the community. But yeah. he kind of sides with the Boba Bros. As we'll call mm -hmm. them, or the as I call them, the tattoo Boba Bros. They are, the guys with the the tattoos on their arms of Boba doing something crazy or something. Anyways, um, what is this perception people have of Boba Fett? Like Matt, maybe you. you I know you know Legends a lot, Aubrey. Maybe you know more Legends because I don't. I don't really know that much about Legends, um, especially with, when it comes to Boba Fett. What is this perception people have of Boba be just being like a no good killer? I know he kind of is in his heydays no a bounty hunter. But like, what do you guys think of that? Because I love what they did with Boba in this show. Me too. Going into the show, I was like, oh, I don't really want to just watch like, you know, he, they, they made him into so much more of a likable character. I thought he was charismatic. I don't think he was too over the top. I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, okay. So, First of all, I think a lot of the appeal of Din Djarin's character is that he fits the Boba Fett niche mm. that Boba had for like a long time. This like silent, stone-faced character. You know, you don't, we just see the mask. We, he talks in a sort of monotone voice. He doesn't seem to really, I mean, he obviously cares about Grogu over the course of the show, but he doesn't really seem to care about many people to begin with. Um... And I honestly think, like, and that's how Boba Fett has been since 78, for crying out loud. Before Empire even came out, Boba Fett was in parades, you know, Star Wars parades. They'd have him walking next to Darth Vader, and people were like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, my God. You know, Boba Fett. <laughs> More than half of the allure, like 90% of the allure of Boba Fett in the fandom, up to 83 and beyond, was just, who is this guy? This guy is so cool. Mm -hmm. you, you made toys of him. I love his armor. He was next to Darth Vader in that parade I saw in 1978. And, you know, then they kill him off. And it's like, everybody was pissed. Uh, and they bring him back in Legends. And he does, he does a bunch of cool stuff. You know, mm -hmm. has like a daughter, I think, and stuff like that. And he becomes Mandalore, I think, at some point. Mm -hmm. um, but he never dropped that, you know, kind of mask, badass kind of persona. Mm -hmm. Um so to have Boba Fett walking around without a mask was a privilege that we were only really afforded 
after the prequels came out and introduced Boba as like a human. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's a person. He's a clone of Jango Fett. We see Jango Fett and what he looks like. So, you know, stands to reason that Boba looks the same. So now we have an idea of what his face is. And so now we can have him walking around without a helmet and we can have him kind of showing his face and being more of a character because, you know, he was, he was fleshed out more. And Din, the whole point of his character was that he didn't take his helmet off. You didn't see his face. So they, I, I bet that they saw how Boba had evolved. Um, and when making the Mandalorian decided to go with a different character as opposed to just making Boba Fett. Because I know, I think originally it was supposed to be a Boba Fett show, I think. And then they changed that. Really? I think. Don't. Well, there was supposed to be the Boba Fett movie yeah, at one I point. So I could see some of those concepts going into the Mandalorian. In like 1313, mm-hmm. that, was yeah. another big, yeah. that was another big Boba property. So there were a lot of Boba ideas floating around. But... I think finally being able to humanize him and have him be like a person and a character separate from his mask. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's different for so many people for 30 years, Boba was one way and now he's a totally different way. So. Well, you know what the number one thing I compare it to is, and I, it's like the perfect comparison, Luke and last Jedi. It's the same reaction and it's almost it the same thing. Like it's ruined the character reaction. Well, yeah, which is silly like because character assassination. You, we you still can have that character, and we're seeing that with Luke he now. Still was you know they could yeah they're kind of I don't want to call them washed up, but they're kind of at their washed up. They're older. They're washed done up. doing their dirty work. They're done. Um, they're done being in their prime. It's yeah. time for them to be like the old wizened kind of exactly. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know how people don't understand that. Cobb, the fa- my favorite that... line is when Cobb Vance says, you've gotten soft in your old age, and Boba yeah. says, we all do. Fennec says it too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it also depends on like the level of Boba bro you're talking about. If it's one that's just complaining about everything. Or there are a bunch of Boba Fett fans that were I know are super nice, sweet, and like were... Like, they were so like, this is fun, this is new Star Wars, but at the same time, this was a Boba Fett show and I'm not getting much Boba Fett or as much Boba Fett that I wanted so there were fans like that where I was like oh I do feel bad for you like it was branded as Boba Fett Mm. and Robert Rodriguez promised like all this action and stuff but instead he was just walking in the sand for a while and then there were two episodes that like didn't have him in it (laughs) so part of me was like that is a bummer if you're promised something and you don't get that. And like, if it was one of my favorite characters and they did that to them, I would be a little bit like disappointed. So there's definitely like these degrees of not entitlement, but like different expectations. And there's one degree where it's, oh, I'm a little bit like let down and this is a bummer versus I'm really mad and like this all sucks and everyone associated with it needs to burn and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it just really depends yeah so, so many people going after Robert Rodriguez who directed the episodes mm-hmm. but did not write them mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was Favreau, <laughs> like, so I mean these were all Favreau yeah you know all Favreau and one Favreau Filoni which was six I think yeah um yep. but it's like come on guys and it, I mean, there are, yeah, there are the two, the two types there. And I mean, to the, the people that are sad because they didn't literally didn't get a lot of Boba. Um, that's totally understandable. I mean, I'm even, yeah. I'm even disappointed in that. I'm not like a mega Boba Fett fan. I, I mean, like even, Boba Fett. 
but even if Boba acts differently than you expected, that's still fine. Like I mm-hmm. get the I thought, frustration about characters yeah. not acting the way you wish they did. You know, I and I understand that. But it's the again, it's the vitriol. It's like the anger that people get uh, where they're entitled to the Boba Fett they had in their minds. Yeah. And that's they, I mean where they could still you they know, can still have that. The line. They can. We have it in the comics. Holy crap. Yeah. For the bounty hunters, Boba Fett He's ruthless. He, he is ruthless. He like blasts Bosk's legs off and leaves him tied in like tied up to a rock in the snow. He kills <laughs> Zuckus and Forlom horribly. Really mm-hmm. like you know, really gruesomely. And he still dude, is ruthless. He's just it, it's in it's ruthless in a different way. He's he stabbed Cadman through the chest. Yeah. And he um, had and he had that like killer face. Yeah. <sighs> I think that, that the biggest piece. thing for the show is I I wish that they he was just straight up in it more um him mm-hmm. and yeah. Fennec because like going into it we all thought that it was just going to be Boba and Fennec and their adventures and and it wasn't which was unfortunate that's like the my biggest like um bummer like take from it but like I think that the biggest thing to keep in mind with the Book of Boba Fett the entire show and why his character might seem different is he he had a near-death experience and that will change you. He pretty much died and came back from this. So that any type of situation like that is going to change you and you're going to have like a new look on life afterwards. Like the Tuscans like gave him that new lease on life and he spent mm-hmm. literally the four or so years finding himself with them and then moving about his life and then his past confronts him when he finds fennec in the sand and then he's like well i guess we have to figure this out now and i gotta try to get get back on my feet and then he's just trying to figure out what he wants to do and i think that the whole point of this was maybe that's maybe that's why he was like oh i'll try my hand at like being like the the daimyo here because like i'm not quite sure what i want to do but maybe i'll be good at this and he he kind of wasn't but like that's okay he learned from it yeah I think it definitely started as revenge on Bib Fortuna yeah. and that whole thing. And, uh, you know, yeah. working for Skug Holes, as he said. I know Jabba's gone, so I guess Bib's next in line. Um, Bib never went to look for him. I don't know how that, that went down. Well, but they all thought he died. It started, mm-hmm. yeah, It's which is fair. Um, even Fennec thought he was dead. She heard, yeah. she heard that word. But, um, yeah, I think it started as revenge. And then he's like, okay, I killed Bib Fortuna. I guess I'm in charge of this place now. And... And the final shot of all of them, it's like his new family. It's him, Kersantin, Fennec, the mods, the, mods. Um, the rat the catcher rat is there. Droid. The rat catcher, they made amends. How so sweet. Was... It's literally, oh. Star Wars is always about found family. It's always about mm-hmm. family. And that's, he had family. He found family with the Tuscans. He hadn't had family since Django. I mean, I know in Clone Wars, he kind of uh, was in the gang there a bit. I forget their name. Um, in, a, in that arc. Yes. Claw, the crates yeah. claws. Um, so I, he hasn't he hasn't found his true family. He finds it with the Tuscans, loses it. He's heartbroken, and I guess he finds it again with Fennec and now Mando and all these guys. So I guess that's the moral of the story now. The, that's that's the theme. It's it's all it always comes back to family. But. Okay, I won't take credit for this take, but th- this is a Star Wars explained. Alex put it well in his latest video how Boba Fett sees all these characters who are bounty hunters they all end up like dying in the sand his dad died died alone in the sand uh fennec shand was supposed to die alone in the sand until he came along he was going to die alone in the sand until he got out of the sarlacc 
it's 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 a it's a point where this lifestyle is just going to lead to an early grave alone and you know unfulfilled and that's how cad bane dies cad bane yeah. dies alone and unfulfilled in the, in sand. the sand and you know boba's trying to avoid that as best he can um and i think that's one of the main shifts for why he does what he does you know i don't i no longer want to be the guy who ends up dying for this fat slug sitting on a throne you know <laughs> i want to be the guy who actually changes things and i think they, they i think they they pulled it off to varying degrees of success <laughs> with the actual idea behind that but i could see where they're going i yeah. see where they were going for yeah. that do do you guys think he could still be mandalore Boba? Yeah. You know, you know my feelings on that. It would make up it would make up for uh maybe this show. But yeah, go ahead, Aubrey. I think they can do it. Like it's it's clear that they're inspired by legends a lot. Yeah. And he becomes Mandalorian Legends. So I wouldn't take it off the table completely. I think we'd have to there a lot would have had to happen to get there though. Like if it just happened First episode of Mando season three, I would be like, no, 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 no. They're just rushing through all the arcs. Grogu's back with Mando. Oh, now Boba's Mandalore. Okay. One of the biggest things that I wish that they held off on doing was the Grogu and Din reunion. Because, like, it was cute, like, as it happened. Like, Grogu shows off his skills of, like, jumping high and whatnot and jumps right into Din's arms, which, like, melts in my heart. But, like, I feel like a lot of people didn't watch Book of Boba Fett that are just like hardcore like Mando fans, and they're gonna mm -hmm. open up season three and be like, "Wait a second, wait, 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 wait. How, how would when? Why? How did this happen?" And it's, I don't know. I I, I, was, I was talking to a friend today who was like, "I haven't watched." Who's a big Star Wars fan, and um, they were like, "Uh, what do I need to know about it? Like, should I like, watch it?" And I'm like, "Honestly, did you like the Mandalorian?" And they were like, "Yeah, I like the Mandalorian." And I'm like, "All right, uh, watch episodes." four or five and part of six and then you'll be caught up with mando season three and that's really unfortunate because you're gonna miss the entire tuscan storyline which is like the strongest part of the yeah. show yeah. um but it's, see, it's not vital is... to the broader story unfortunately oh, which is heartbreaking the best. i i feel bad for anybody who's gonna miss out on episode two that yeah. ending of that episode two heist. that train well, heist is one of my favorite star wars moments the, like, the, well that and dancing around the fire the bonfire oh, i was re-listening to that theme today it's just his, his so lizard <laughs> his lizard vision that yeah that was my that was, that was when i was sold on the episode when he when mm -hmm. he goes to the family tree and there's water and it's like and the jawas too the and Jawa that connection between like mm -hmm. The ocean and the Jawas and the Tuscans and like knowing yeah. all that legends lore was cool yeah. too. And it's awesome. like they they talk about how Tatooine used to be an ocean. They, mm -hmm. you know, we see him. We see a flashback to Camino as well. So it's like you know the water is just so it's it always water always symbolizes rebirth. That's mm -hmm. always like a big thing. Um, and just to have that, you know, have him go through that, have him. It, it, you can see they're again they're following the hero's journey i love that i love being able to point that out or you know when they're following it to a team you, you know what they're doing i yeah. think that the for the early episodes were following that like standard storytelling oh, yeah. and then as it as it moved on they had an idea but that was it 
And then, and they, then were they were like, like how <laughs> can uh, let's see they, they execute what something. is up to. Um, and, and again, at the end of the day, like, I had fun. And, like, I had fun watching it. And, like, I'll probably, like, rewatch, like, bits and pieces of it. But, like, I doubt it's going to be at the top of my, like, list to, to just rewatch casually. Um, actually, it yeah. might be a casual rewatch one. It won't be, like, a hardcore, like, I must focus on this kind of thing. Episode yeah. six is on my rewatch list. But that's oh, yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And it's it's funny that I could just watch episode six on its own. And again, it's in the book of Boba Fett. There's a disconnect there that I just can't grasp. Yeah. You you could watch like the final three episodes and not know anything else that's happening early in the season and and know exactly what's going on. Yeah. From that point on. We laughed. We cried. We had fun. That was the book of Boba Fett. (laughs) Exactly. The friends we made along the way. Yeah, exactly. And we got Uh, a Melu run at the end. We have multiple exactly. melee runs. That's true. The is the black melon a fruit? Yeah. So it's, like a, it's like a coconut, basically, right? I think yes. so. Yeah, it has milk have in it? it. Yeah. You ever see Bobo one of those like, like uh, bulbs? You ever see like one of those vines that grows like the flowers and they have the dried up like brown bulbs on them? I don't no. know. I'm, I'm rambling. But that's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> they seen look them. like okay. some plant you've seen before. Yes. Okay. I'll take your word I don't know for what it. plant. <laughs> but there's a plant out there that they look like, and, and thank you, uh, that, dung worm. Why is there? Dung worm. Dung worm. Oh, mention inside. that really quick. Mention that really quick because you guys will, talk about that. All we time. mentioned it on Holland at Marauders Live. It's a bunch we of nonsense. Spent Twenty minutes talking about dung worms. We did. <laughs> Do it in thirty <laughs> seconds. What was it? Grow it's the dung worms, and it's from the Phantom Menace video game, basically. The Phantom Menace video game. You play as Qui Gon, oh. and you can roll around in them, and then smell like shit for the rest of the level, and it's so good. <laughs> Uh, and, that's, and then they and that's bring them out, and Grogu slurps them down like spaghetti, and it's the best thing ever. And it's disgusting, but hilarious. <laughs> um, that's kind of right. awesome, but terrible. Exactly. exactly. Here at Holland of Rodders, we're obsessed with the Phantom Menace video game, so you just you just got to roll with it when it comes down to it. Uh, right. Uh, so thank you, Aubrey. Thank you so much for joining us on our finale episode of Book of Boba Fett. Um, Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was going great and then we had I had to mention the dungworms. I Oh we had to. Yeah. Go yeah, watch go watch the convoy call. Subscribe to those guys too if you oh, guys haven't. Thank you. Yeah. Why can I never get the pointing right? Yeah. Holy crap, I saw over at Convoy Hall and that satellite yeah. tides uh, everywhere else. And then Holland <laughs> Up Marauders are Holland Up Marauder everywhere on Twitter um, at Holland Up Marauders everywhere else. We have a video podcast and audio podcast. It's on both platforms, all the platforms. It's, it's linked everywhere. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. See ya.